Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, the holidays are over, everybody, and first show post-Christmas. Got a lot to talk about here going into the new year. So, I was on a big high after the Christmas show, posted it on the website, everybody loved it. Had some big surprises, really fun appearance with some special guests, and I won't spoil all of it in case you want to go back and and listen, but great mood. Everything was going along great, and I woke up on Christmas Day to a text, which uh, was not what I wanted to wake up to on Christmas Day, and that was that Danny Hodge had passed away. I thought, oh, man. Danny Hodge, literal all-time, all-time great. So that totally sucked, and Christmas Day would have been Friday. And so, did Christmas Day and everything like that, spent time with the family, and then Saturday night, I was upstairs, we were giving the kids a bath, and... I think that somebody texted me a graphic, and I don't have the graphic in front of me, but I mean, it's it's all over the place. It's the one that that AEW tweeted out, and it it said uh, either Brody Lee or I think John Huber, but uh, 1979 to 2020, and I started reading it, and it's totally bizarre because when I started reading it, at first I thought they were talking about him in the present tense, and this is John, and we want to celebrate John. And I'm thinking, why did they put till 2020? And then I started getting texts like immediately after I got this one. And it turned out that Brody Lee had died. And so we're going to talk about him on the show today. There's a lot to talk about, and we'll kick it off after the break. Everybody stick around. Wrestling Observer Live. Airline.
airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5531 800-754-4531 800-754-4531 that's 800-754-4531 do you owe ten thousand dollars or more on at least two federal student loans then you may qualify for new programs offered by the department of education these programs can reduce your interest lower your payments and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Again, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I guess we'll start with this, just from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com, then we'll talk more about it. John Huber, known as Brody Lee, and A.W. Luke Harper in WWE, has passed away at the age of 41. Huber's wife, Amanda, wrote in an Instagram post, he had died from a non-COVID-19-related lung issue. A.W. posted the following statement on their social media, the All Elite family, heartbroken, in an industry filled with good people. John Huber was exceptionally respected and beloved in every way. A fierce and captivating talent, thoughtful mentor, 
and simply a very kind soul that starkly contradicted his persona as Mr. Brody Lee. John's love for his wife Amanda, children Brody and Nolan, was evident to all of us who were fortunate to spend time with him. We send out love and support to his beautiful family today and always. John's popularity among his peers and influence on the wrestling world was worldwide. Transcended AEW is lost. will be felt by many for a long time. We are privileged at AEW to call John Huber a brother, a friend, and one of our own. At the most recent AEW Dynamite tapings held two weeks ago, there was a segment at the end of the tapings where Kenny Omega, quote, lost the AEW world title to Huber's son Brody. Brody was announced as the new champion by AEW announcer Justin Roberts. Starting his career in 2003, joined WWE in 2012, regularly teamed with Bray White, Eric Rowan as the White family. After requesting his release from WWE earlier in 2019, it was granted December 8th under the name Mr. Brody Lee, made his debut for AEW in the March 18th edition of Dynamite, revealing himself as the exalted one, the leader of the Dark Order stable that members had been hyping. Started a few with Cody, defeating him for the TNT title on the August 22nd edition of Dynamite, putting him out of action for several weeks. Cody returned and faced Lee in what could be, or what would be, Uber's final match, a dog collar match for the TNT title on the October 7th edition of Dynamite. Cody won the match, regained the title. Uber and his wife Amanda have two sons, Brody and Nolan. Huber is well-regarded for being a family man. So we're not going to do any sort of speculation here, obviously, but I can tell you what I know, and that is that about two months ago, I was told by somebody that Brody was in the ICU. And this was from somebody that had heard it from somebody else. And neither of us could find anybody else who could confirm this. So I was concerned, and for the last two months, I mean, me and this other person were basically asking each other if we'd heard anything, and neither had. And I know that within AEW, there were some people that knew, but there were a lot of people that did not know, because his family did not want the word out. And so most people just were not told anything. And I know that there were other people in AEW that had only heard the same thing that me and this other person had heard, that at some point, he had been in the ICU. Now, the last thing that I had heard was like two months ago. And so, as a person who likes to think things are going to be all right, for two months, I had been thinking, okay, like, he was in the ICU, allegedly. We don't even know for sure, but it's been two months. At some point, if this were really bad, like, we know something, right? So I thought something must have happened. He was in the ICU. Now he's recovering. And, dude, I was just waiting. Like, he's going to make his big return on Dynamite. He's going to make his his big return on being the elite. I was just waiting for this big return. So then it was like a week and a half ago or whatever, I heard that his son had done the angle where he had beaten Kenny Omega. And when I heard that, obviously my first thought was, Brody had to be there. He had to be there. Why would his kid be there and Brody's not there? And if his kid's there and Brody's not there, like, we'd have to know something, right? So I figured, and then I asked, and nobody who I asked answered if, if Brody had been there or not. And when nobody answered if he'd been there or not, I was thinking, dude, I don't think he was there. 
And then I, when I heard about the angle, I was like, I don't think this is good. And so when I, and still when I got the text yesterday, I still couldn't even believe my eyes when I read it. I just, I, I read it like, oh, Brody's a great guy and everything's good and blah, blah, blah. That's what I read in my brain, but I saw at the top the 1979 to 2020. And then I started getting all the texts. Social media just absolutely flooded. I mean, there's a line here in this report on the front page about how respected Brody Lee was. I mean, go on Twitter. I mean, I can't even remember. And this is not to downplay anybody's passing. I don't remember anybody anytime recently that had an outpouring from every company, from everybody, like like Brody Lee got. Huber was well regarded for being a family man. That doesn't even begin to explain how much he loved his family. I mean, this story is so horrible. It's so terrible. And just somebody put a list somewhere. Number one, family man. These were the things that Brody loved in his life. Number one was his family. And number two was wrestling. I've heard stories today. I mean, this guy loved wrestling like nobody's business. And, I mean, I could talk a lot more about Brody, but we'll give Mike a chance to say something here. This sucks. I, I swear to you, I cannot remember the last death in wrestling that hit me like this one. I mean, you have to go back to 2006, 2007, like Eddie Guerrero. It's horrible. So, any thoughts, Mike? Just shocked. Saturday was a terrible day. Um, I woke up to Danny Hodge passing away. <clears throat> and for me, Danny Hodge was the first pro wrestler that I put on a pedestal because I liked amateur wrestling and I love pro wrestling. And there's the, the epitome of both in a lot of ways is Danny Hodge, you know, arguably the greatest, uh, wrestler produced in America ever. I mean, Kale Sanderson and Pat Smith, Dan Gable, you know, it's arguable that, that Danny Hodge is not, as great, if not, I mean, so great that the Amateur Wrestling Award, in case those who don't watch the NCAAs, is named the Dan Hodge Trophy. And the stories of him as a legendary tough guy, as a good guy, as a nice guy, who is, is, the stories about him are amazing. Uh, breaking his neck in the car accident and holding his neck into place as he breaks out of the car, which is slid into the water, and he breaks out of it and he climbs back and he goes and gets help all with one hand because he's holding his neck into place. And that's how I woke up on Saturday morning, and then it's bookended Saturday night by being shocked. You know, Danny Hodge was 88 years old. This was going to happen at some point, even though it's really very sad. I didn't know about John Huber. I didn't know about Brody Lee's, uh, some of the issues that he was having with his lungs. I didn't know. So for this to all come, I knew something was up because he wasn't on TV, but I was so sideswiped by all of this. And I've only spoken to him a couple of times. And big hockey fan, you know, when you find other hockey fans, you tend to gravitate towards them. And he was a big hockey fan, but... You know, you can, and I put this on Twitter last night, but you can measure a pro wrestler by whatever metrics that you want. You can measure a man by how he treats his family and by how those around him speak about him. And there's a lot that's being spoken about John Huber right now because, as Brian mentioned, there's not one person that is saying anything negative about Brody Lee. Not one person uh, saying that everybody to a person is saying how much he loved his family, how important that was. 
And it's just a shocking, it's just shocking. And I know I'm sure there's probably Paul in Barbersville. There's other people that are going to be calling us in the next couple of days with, with memories that they have of him inside the wrestling ring. But I have a feeling we're also going to be hearing a lot about some of the, the nice things that he did outside of it and some of the impacts and the connections that he made outside of it because they were vast and just an awful situation for a very nice man and a very good young family. And I hope AEW, they said they were going to take care of him. And uh, I think it was Matt Jackson who who said on Facebook last night in response to Brody's wife's post about his situation that they were going to be family members for life. And uh, I hope that's going to be the case because this is a tragic situation that uh, very, very sad. I got a moment of Observer Live. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721-855-715-5721-855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can 
can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167 800-880-7167 That's 800-880-7167 Paid for by Airtime Media You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network well, let's read some of these here. If you'd like to send in your feedback, Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, or you can text 425-780-7566. I'm thinking no phone calls today. This person says, thinking back, I'm just glad Brody Lee got the run that he did in AEW. Despite being robbed out of a huge debut pop in his hometown of Rochester, main eventing a legit pay-per-view in a world championship match, and his last dog collar appearance against Cody will always be memorable. This person here says, Brody Lee's death, an immeasurable loss for the wrestling world. I am so sincerely grateful to Brody for being such a huge part of AEW. In the short time that he was with them, he took a faction that was struggling and turned them into stars. I'm so proud of him for that and hope he knew what an impact he had. We were kind of talking on the chat during the break that it was almost exactly one year ago that they did that angle where the Dark Order beat up all of the top baby faces in the company, and it was a disaster, and Dave called it a tipping point famously, and when we went on the Jericho cruise, I talked to Tony Khan briefly about it, and let's just say that whatever any of you thought about the Dark Order angle... He took it much harder than all of you did. Thought it was one of the worst things he'd ever been a part of in his life, if I recall correctly. And now here we are a year later, and the Dark Order and John Silver, and if you watch all of the Being the Elite shows, it is an incredible turnaround for this group. And so much of that had to do with Brody Lee showing up and taking that thing over. And he was fantastic in his role, and he was a great leader. And as I'm sure many of you are well aware, if you listen to Observer Radio, I don't watch BT every week. I make it a habit not to because I feel like I should keep tabs of what's going on on television so I can see if there are angles that they're not explaining good enough on television with the presumption that you're watching a YouTube show. So, But I did, because someone put it together for me, I watched their... Best of the Dark Order compilation. Somebody put together, like, I don't know what it was. It was 13 or 26 weeks of Dark Order segments. These were the funniest segments. And I have I have friends that are part of WWE that are not fans of AEW. And they watched that Dark Order compilation. They thought it was the greatest. And Brody Lee was so fantastic. Everyone talks about... Alex Reynolds and John Silver, particularly John Silver. But, dude, Brody Lee was the king of those segments. He was so great in those videos. And look at what he did to the Dark Order. I mean, maybe Matt Hardy would have been able to do that because obviously everybody thought that he was going to lead the Dark Order. I don't know. But I know that Brody Lee did it. It was fantastic. 
Yeah, I don't know what Brody's real height was. Uh, anywhere between you know, six two to six five or whatever, I think is what he was billed at. He wasn't that big, but he was a lot bigger than anybody from this era uh, that that's starting out, or a lot of people that's part of this era. And what's really interesting about him is he is he became like the prototype guy for the future, because here was a big guy that was physically much bigger and more dominant than some of the people that maybe he would face in, say, Chikara or on the indie scene. But by coming up with those guys and coming up with a style that was much different, he got to really be a new modern-day Bruiser Brody in some ways, although not as dominant as Brody, but to be able to have the look, but also to be able to work with these guys who were flying around. And his work in Chikara and his work on his in, on the indies, you know, you know, to me, he kind of became that new prototype big guy where, yeah, you, you're not a monster, but you are going to be bigger than a lot of other guys, but you're going to be athletic enough to, to keep up with him. And I don't know if that part of his game is certainly not in WWE ever got enough credit. He just, that's not something that they wanted out of him. Uh, it's not something that you saw too often, but. You know, he could get up in the air uh, once in a while when he needed to, but he was a great base for those smaller guys and was a great guy to catch those other guys who, you know, you guys who are 5'6 and 130 pounds, he could work with them just as well as working with a guy his size, as we saw in WWE. And I don't know, you know, him and Claudio had a little feud in Chikara that a lot of Chikara fans really uh, remember well and, and think was great. And they are two examples of, of guys that, you know, they made, they've made their money in WWE. You can't say anything about that. And when it was time to leave, Brody wanted to leave and he left. But there are two guys that I wish we could have seen kind of go at it on a higher profile scale in WWE. We didn't really get that chance to, unfortunately, but, uh, just a, again, a, a wrestler, a big guy for this era. If if that makes any sense at all, uh, he he really really was, and and how he came up, it was, it was uh again he's he's gonna be missed. He's gonna be missed, obviously to his family and to his friends, but in the wrestling business as well too, because that dark order thing was going nowhere, and his presence on it, and the way that they were able to write that ship, you know, it's a promotional, uh, certainly a. a a feather in AEW's cap, but it, one of the reasons that they were able to get that feather is because Brody Lee was plucking it off for him as the leader of that group, and he did a hell of a job. So, Dude, I don't want to get on WWE here, but, I mean, Claudio and Brody Lee. The first time I ever saw Brody Lee was in Chikara, and he was like, he was like a Cesaro. The stuff that he could do with smaller guys, and I remember when he went to WWE and... They just did nothing with this guy for so long. And I always, everyone, everyone talks about it with Cesaro. Cesaro's like the, the classic example that people use of. Why do they never do anything with Cesaro? And to be fair, I mean, Cesaro has actually had a better than average WWE career because he has been a multi-time tag team champion. They actually have done something with Claudio, but people always wanted Claudio to be that singles guy. And they did stuff with Luke Harper in a tag team as well, but... Luke Carper was exactly like a Cesaro in that I could never figure out, why can't we do anything with this guy? Like, yeah, hello, look yeah. at this dude here. And it's it's proven by the fact, as noted, that when he went to AEW, not only did he go to AEW as a single and become a star, but he went to AEW and was put with the Dark Order, okay? Nothing against the Dark Order. 
they're actually probably going to be huge stars and baby faces like from this point forward. But they were already starting to get over. But when he went to AEW, as noted, nobody cared about the Dark Order. They didn't care about them at all. So we had a guy here who they never did anything with in WWE, had a couple of tag team runs or whatever. You know, if his partner got hurt, he had to be taken off TV. I can't f- figure out anything to do with Luke Harper. Goes there and is put with the Dark Order. And, dude, did anybody not take Brody Lee seriously as a main eventer? When he went in there and slaughtered Cody in three minutes and won that title, I mean, was there anybody that thought, like, bad booking or I can't believe? No, people were like, dude, that was awesome. He just destroyed that dude. And he was, you looked at the guy differently and he's the champion. It's just... Yeah, immense credibility. It was a, it was the super smash. And then Brothers. one other thing, real quick. Go this ahead. guy's out there doing promos. I mean, all I had to hear was, "Oh, we can't have Brody do promos." Brody Lee, he can't talk or whatever, dude. This guy could talk. Sad. Another big WWE one. Yeah, they, <laughs> who they think can 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 come through that camera and reach out and touch the people and. And who actually can, can differ greatly. And, uh, you know, there was just the Super Smash Brothers, as I was saying, and some geeks, you know, unfortunately at the time. Uh, and it just, I mean, we had the, the brandy thing. There were a lot of things that were looking sketchy towards the end of last year for AEW and some, some missteps that they had, but they've been able to write those. And Brody Lee was a great example of that because they let him go out there and be Brody Lee. Yes, they gave him the character of Mr. Brody Lee and they, they dressed him up in the suit and everything, but it was still him coming out of the shell that WWE had put him in. And feeling himself and going out there and making everything better. He had a presence. He was not only a physically a bigger presence, but when he went out there with his poise on the mic, being able to talk and being able to get through to people, I mean, it just, it saved the Dark Order's, you know, rear ends here. And I know obviously there are things they could have done without them. Um, there's lots of, of, of things you can say about the, how the, the Dark Order has turned itself around again. But to me, you can't tell that story. You can't. Look at them as they're over right now with all the things they've done on BTE and not point to Brody Lee as the reason that they are being able to do that. So, you know, there's a lot of interesting things, you know, from a, at some point we'll be talking about the wrestling point of view. You know, what does Colt Cabana do? What does uh, Hangman Adam Page do? What does anybody do? So, you know, soon we'll be talking about what they're going to do do with that, and we'll see what they do on Wednesday and how they pay tribute to him. Uh, I'll be interested to see how all TV shows pay tribute to him at the beginning, and it'll be interesting to see from a wrestling point of view when it comes time for that exactly where we take the Dark Order because I can't believe I'm going to say this. It's going to be really hard to boo the Dark Order. It's hard to boo him now anyway with Silver in there and, and, and as entertaining as they've been, but uh, with everything that's going on right now, it's going to be interesting to see how they play this. Or says Brody Lee was truly one of the most underrated talent of this generation, yet he was respected and loved among his peers always and everywhere. It's because he was great at his job. I'm sad and shaken by Brody's passing. My life as a wrestling fan somewhat followed his career. I got into indie wrestling when he started doing Chikara and CCW and such, then got into Puro when he started to when he happened to go on Dragon Gate. He entered his white family run when I stopped watching WWE. But he came back with AEW. He was just someone that was always there around my wrestling fandom, R.I.P. Brody Lee. Back in a minute with more Observer Live.
Rates have dropped to near all-time lows. At ClearPath Lending, rates are as low as 1.75% on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, 1.986% APR. Call ClearPath Lending, 844-800-3205. Loan officers are standing by. ClearPath Lending at 844-800-3205. Loans not available in all states. 1.75% rate, 1.986% APR. Subject to 800 minimum FICO score and includes up to two discount points. Other restrictions apply. Call 888-855-6361 or visit clearpathlending.com for details about credit costs, terms, and license information. ClearPath Lending Incorporated. 15615 Alton Parkway. Suite 300 Irvine, California. 92618. NMLS ID number 936436. Loans made or arranged pursuant to a California financing law License number 603J783 in California. Equal housing opportunity lender. Call now and save thousands. 844-800-3205. Now is a great time to replace your worn out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-year savings event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Again, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Hamish says, my heart cries for Brody Lee, his wife Amanda, their two sons. That man loved his family above everything. I remember watching him live in Scotland during WWE's tour of the UK in 2013. Gone way too soon. Rest in power. This person says, I still can't believe Brody Lee is gone. The entire wrestling world really mourned his passing hard all day today. My thoughts were with his family and friends. This person here says, Brody's death hurts just as much as Hanukkah Bruiser Brody, Owen Hart, Eddie Guerrero, Masawa's deaths, as well as the Benoit family tragedy did to me. Life is unfair. 
all of them gone way too soon in their respective lives. Burr says, the news of Brody Lee sunk my heart, and 20 hours later, I'm even more devastated than I was initially. His death really hit me hard. Burr says, with all the outpouring of love from not only the fans, but wrestlers worldwide, just shows the kind of man John Huber was. He was really one of the truly special people in this business. He will be severely missed. Thoughts to his wife, children, and family. This person, Brody Lee's death, has been very heartbreaking for me and all of his fans. I can only remember last night when the news broke. I refused to believe it for many hours. This year has been the dirt worst. If you want to send emails, brian at wrestlingobserver.com. And we have also... That was just emails, by the way. I got like 25,000 text messages here all about the same subject. We'll read a few. I'll do a little bit of news later. Just as you said, he had two loves, his family and wrestling. I'm thankful for his first one sharing so much of him with his second. I'm going to miss Brody a ton. This person here says, thing that really gets me with the three... Uh, not to downplay others, quote, major young deaths this year, Hanakamura, Shad, and Brody, is that any year where we can point to COVID as a source of so many hardships, none of the three have that scapegoat that we can use to rationalize the loss, making it feel less random, unfair, and senseless. And this person, I still can't wrap my head around Brody's death. Oh, he's talking about Guerrero and... Yeah, it sucks, so... There you go. Let's do a couple of the news notes here, then we'll go back to uh, all of those. So Danny Hodge, as Mike noted, uh, regarded as one of the best amateur wrestlers of all time. In addition to an extensive pro wrestling career, Danny Hodge passed away at the age of 88. Christmas Day, cause of death is not known yet. He had been battling dementia for years. He and his wife had three children. Perry Oklahoma native, member of the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, International Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, National Wrestling Hall of Fame for both amateur and pro wrestling, Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame 1996, which means it wasn't even voted on. He was just in, as he should have been. Earned the Cauliflower Alley Club Lifetime Achievement Award, Luthez Award. The Oklahoma State Wrestling Champion went to the University of Oklahoma, amassed a sterling 46-0 record with three Big 7 titles, three NCAA titles at 177 pounds, never even taken off his feet Was as not. a college wrestler. An incredible feat. Annual award given to the NCAA's best wrestler every year is named after him. Competed at two Olympics. Silver medal in Australia in 56. Later tried his hand at boxing, amassing a winning record in both the amateurs and the pros, although he did not stick with boxing. Known for his abnormal hand strength, due to it says here being born with two sets of tendons in each hand. A little skeptical of that story there, but not skeptical of his great strength. Leroy McGurkin, uh, he trained with Ed, uh, Leroy McGurkin, Ed Lewis, debuting in the fall of 1959, became a major star, especially in the McGurk Midwest Territory in parts of the southern U.S., held the NWA Junior Heavyweight title eight times, several NWA Tri-State titles, and others, including in Japan. Career ended in 1976 after a car accident that nearly cost him his life. Car accident nearly cost him his life 44 years ago. He was one tough guy. 
and Dave and Garrett and Jim Ross did a show on Danny Hodge yesterday, I believe, if you want to check that out after this. And I did a show with Brody Lee in 2010. It's up on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com right now, absolutely free. We talked about everything, and when I say everything, he even name-dropped Brent Kremen. That's when you know you've talked about everything. (laughs) Smackdown, Friday night. They followed the NFL. I I, I mean, I'm not going to talk about my timeline right now, but I heard it all yesterday. So they followed the NFL, and thus they did 3.336 million viewers. The fantastic number. Unfortunately, they fell to 2.5 million viewers in the second hour, but that's what's going to happen. As a show, this was the best SmackDown since when did Bailey and Sasha break up? August? Something like that. Before SummerSlam, right? Well, this was pretty much the best SmackDown since then. They had a great opening match, the cage match with Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. They had a great match with Daniel Bryan and Jey Uso. And they had another really good main event where Big E beat Sami Zayn clean in the middle to win the Intercontinental title. Yes, they had a happy ending and a title change on the Christmas edition of SmackDown. So it is a show you should go out of your way to see. So that's a very good number there. And then for Wednesday... The AW and NXT numbers, AW1, uh, 775, which was down a little. NXT did 698, which actually was unopposed, but uh, that's the numbers. And there you go. NXT lost every demo except people over 50. Not a lot to talk about. It's a holiday edition of the show. Wouldn't read too much into it. We'll see what happens coming this Wednesday and Wednesdays afterwards. It always seems that once the year ends, like the first couple of weeks of January, seem to be very good numbers for AWNXT and Raw, which I fully expect to happen this year as well. So hopefully everything on the up and up from here on out, because we've hit rock bottom. All right, shall we go back to the mailbag here? We could. Let me just say this about Danny Hodge before we do, uh, because he is such an, an older name. But for those who are unaware, Danny Hodge is the shooter that other shooters uh, are scared of. Danny Hodge was that guy. And as you'll hear Jim Ross talk about with Garrett and Dave on the show, when he, Luthez was talking about, you know, his, the most famous shooters, he didn't mention Danny Hodge. And uh, when Jim Ross, you know, said brought up Danny Hodge's name, he he kind of almost fell into hush silence for a second. Said, "Oh, I thought you were talking about regular men." That's how tough Danny Hodge was. Danny Hodge was forty six and zero in college, thirty six of those by pin. That's a percentage that even guys who wrestle four years. And there's a reason that he is only a three time NCAA and Big Seven champion is because they didn't let freshmen compete at varsity at that time no matter how good they were but that's the reason as to why he doesn't have four that olympics you talked about where he won a silver you know way before roy jones jr or vander holyfield got ripped off from medals in 1956 people talked about his loss to the bulgarian and how uh, much of a bad decision that it was when he was rolling through and they called a pin even the bulgarian himself 
said that Danny Hodge won that, or at least uh, indicated that he he didn't feel like a winner in that in that matchup because Danny Hodge was dominating him so much, and uh, size was the only thing that hurt him because he was, uh, excuse me, was a junior heavyweight. Um, so he was able to succeed more in Tennessee and in Florida and Texas and on the Gulf and places where college wrestling, like in, in Iowa and Oklahoma were bigger. Uh, and they knew those people to be tough guys because, you know, it doesn't matter your size. It matters, you know, how tough you are and that they knew Danny Hodge was legit and the double tendon strength, you know, maybe he wasn't born with a double set of tendons, but one thing he was absolutely born with was incredible grip strength and incredible strength to those the tendons that he was given. So he is to this day. You go into any wrestling room, they should know who the names, you know, so, uh, there's a handful of names. Kale Sanderson of this age, uh, Jordan Burroughs of this age, Cal Dake. But then your Pat Smiths, your Uatakis, your Gables, you know, there's nobody higher than, than Danny Hodge. And, you know, I, I, not to shoehorn him in here too much, but he's such an amazing presence and he's somebody that, whether it be wrestling or amateur wrestling or mixed martial arts, he crosses all boundaries, and he is a someone to be looked up to uh, on all sides. So I just wanted to get that in there before we go back to Brody. First, says Brody Lee. You're welcome to text about anything, everybody. If you want to text about Donnie, Danny Hodge, go for it. Brody Lee single-handedly fixed the dark order. He had so much going for him. I can't remember the last time a sudden death hit so hard. He had just begun to show the depths of his potential. That I would agree with. Like, it would have only been up and away. Absolutely. Josiah here says, I was a huge fan of Brody back to his Chikara days. This one hurts. Got to see him live at Survivor Series 2016 versus Kane in a dark match. It was a short nine-minute match. Brody did everything he could to make Kane, the babyface, look awesome. It wasn't a special match in any way, but I'm so glad I got to see him live once in a lifetime at Talent. This person here says, The announcement of Brody's death, just made me absolutely shocked and speechless. His debut was amazing. His win against Cody, his reign of terror against the Nightmare family was amazing. His last match was so great, which not many people's careers can end with. This person here says, Brody Lee made the Dark Order what it is today. I hope they get a super babyface turn. You just can't have them be heels after this. That would be difficult. And to be fair, I mean, they were on the way anyway. I mean... There's not a lot of fans in the building, but the thousand fans that were there, like whenever John Silver would come out, though, though that place would go crazy for that guy. So it's going to be tough to keep them heels, but the reality is I think it was going to be tough to keep them heels anyway. And especially with the recruitment of, of Hangman. I mean, dude, Hangman joins a dark order. That's like the biggest babyface move at this point, and there'll be instant babyfaces afterwards. They might have to rebook some storylines. I don't know what they had planned, but it can be done. Rest in peace, Brody Lee. Of all of the passings in the wrestling world in 2020, this one has hit the hardest. Was lucky enough to see him live wrestle an amazing match against the New Day in Brooklyn a couple of years ago. A wonderful human being with still so many years of potential. Shocking and devastated. How good was the Wyatt family stuff and... uh mixing it up with the 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 Wyatt family and the shield together you know that that was something that they were that was really good <laughs> there were times there were man that was so it felt like the best of both groups you know both being heels and both facing off against each other that was that was good stuff there too i'm not saying it was the height of the shield or anything but it was it was pretty good 
This person here says, it's such a shame he never got to wrestle in front of an AEW crowd. That's actually not true. I mean, they never had full crowds, but they'd had as many as a 1,000 people in the building. So he did get to wrestle in front of actual fans, but yes, I, I understand. After he debuted, he debuted after the pandemic. Literally, I think the pandemic hit and, like, the crowds were gone the week before he debuted in his hometown. One week, if I recall correctly. But the pandemic has sucked for many reasons. This person here says, Is there anyone in wrestling today claiming to have hand strength like Hodge with the ability to crush an apple with one hand? I would bet... I mean, dude, we got the Big E's and, you know, Stroma's gigantic, almost. There's got to be somebody that can crush an apple with one hand. But I don't think that folks go around demonstrating that strength in 2020. Especially not at the age of 80 like he was doing. But they should. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom. 
for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. A couple of final tributes here. Jacob says, when I heard the news last night, I broke out in tears. It was so unexpected. I loved everything Luke Harper did in WWE. He's put up such an awesome performance in AEW as Mr. Brody Lee. Him and Ziggler ladder match, every Shield versus Wyatt match, Harper versus Orton in the 2017 Elimination Chamber, just some of the awesome matches he's been involved in. I know everybody is saying it, but it's worth being said by everyone. The amount of love and stories and thankfulness that has been shared over the past 24 hours towards him have been staggering. He's touched the lives of nearly every major wrestler you know. What a man, and he loved his family so much. A punch to the stomachs, if there ever was one. Rip John Huber. So, yeah, still many, many more that I didn't read here. But I want to thank everybody for sending in the messages today. Obviously, it's Sunday, so we're going to be back tomorrow. And I don't think anything new is going to happen between today and tomorrow, news-wise. So probably tomorrow we could do more tributes all day, probably take some phone calls, memories. Probably uh, Chikara Paul could talk in with some stuff or call in and tell some some of his memories. And we'll read more of these as well. So... We're going to wrap this one up for today, everybody. But as noted, if you go to the Observer site, the Figure Four Daily from 2010, talking all about his career prior to 2010, obviously. It's up there absolutely free right now, so you can listen to that. Apparently it's good. I've not listened back to it, so you can check that one out. And, of course, Dave and Garrett and Jim Ross talked about... uh, Actually, the whole reason they were going to do the show, I think, was um, Gable, but didn't end up that way. So no, it was Danny Hodge. Hodge. Yeah, they got the news literally as the show was ending, and they uh, recorded some uh, a wraparound. Uh, so they, they do talk about Brody Lee on, on the show last night as well. Get some rest, everybody. Go back later on with more. Thanks for listening. Wrestling Observer Live. Yeah.